Welcome back to Leatherheads Footy. My name is Morgan, and I am an idiot. But I'll get to that in a second. Starting with my round five review, my trades heading into the week were Sam Doherty down to Jordan Dawson. I thought he was the best available person in that position, and at this stage of the season, I just want to be bringing in the best available top six defenders, top eight mids, top two rucks, top six forwards, that sort of thing. Not worried too much about value unless someone really presents as both value and a top in their line. I'm not worrying about it. I'm just bringing in the best in the position, and I'm being patient if I can't afford them straight away. Dawson was the best in his position, and as we'll get to, that turned out quite well. For my other trade, uh, Alwyn Davey was named out. He was named as rested, so potentially comes back in next week, but I wanted to use the opportunity to downgrade him, and I did to Matthew Johnson, who had played the previous two games as the sub for Frio, played about 30% game time, and was averaging 20. So his price of 200k, being a draftee from two years ago, was still remaining, and he hadn't gone up in price because he was playing that low time on ground, but he was named starting in the team and starting in the centre, uh, for this game, so I picked him, I thought he would do well, I thought he looked pretty good in the games, and he ended up playing pretty well, he didn't play on ball though much, but I'll get to that a little bit later, basically Will Brody started as a sub, and um, was activated relatively early, and he can only really play midfield, so he went into the midfield, Matthew Johnson was playing half forward, um, but did still impact the game, and I think, um, especially if Brody's named sub again and not named in the team, he can still continue to impact, but even even without that said, he's he's cheap enough, and he's just a good player, so I think he's a really good downgrade option. We've got another one in Matt Roberts that I'll get to for um, next week's trade targets, but these are my trades for the week. And for my round five score, 2024, not great, but maybe me being an idiot, just alluding a little bit, foreshadowing, might have had something to do with that. Uh, Round ranking of 35,000, which is pretty terrible, and my overall ranking has now jumped up. I was inside 10,000, now it's jumped up to 13,000, which is not great. But I'll get to that. Once again, I'm an idiot. Wait, and you'll find out why. Um, Nick Dacos, 136, unbelievable what this guy is doing. Jordan Dawson brought him in for Doherty, 133. He's playing in the midfield now. He's not playing across half back. He's playing as a big body inside mid, which is what Adelaide actually floated when they first recruited him. They said, we might play him through the midfield. Didn't really, I was confused at the time when I heard it, even though he's a gun. I was just confused. It didn't really make sense to me. He played across half back all of his first season. Now he's captain and he's playing through the midfield. Get him in if you haven't already. He'll be a top six defender for sure. McGrath and Ridley continue to just score 80s for me, which is annoying. Um, heard a good quote about this, actually. It's like, if you have to travel like one kilometer, you'll probably walk. But if you have to travel two kilometers, you'll run. Oh, you'll drive. You won't run. So you'll travel two kilometers faster than you'll travel one kilometer. And the guy was saying a worse situation can be better than a better situation because the better situation forces you to change something. That's how I feel about McGrath and Ridley is they're not bad and they're not good. So they'll probably hang around in my team uh, because they're just, they're not terrible. They're just scoring 80s every single week. McGrath's actually gone down in price. So he was priced at like 80 and he's averaging maybe a little bit below that. Jinby got a poke in the eye in this game and went off for a little bit, but he came back on. He's really, really tough. Maybe getting a little bit tired though. A few of these first year rookies starting to slow down apart from Ashcroft, but he's sort of unprecedented in his preparation, a little bit like Nick Dacos. Wilmot I had to field because I held Will Day. That was a big decision, but two weeks, two weeks is the max I hold someone for, but because it's a suspension and I know exactly how long he's out for, held on to him. Had to field Will, uh, Wilmot after trying to loophole Cowan. Wasn't happy with that. It's Wilmot 57. That's pretty good. 
Kelly, pretty disappointing, 79, but that's okay. Tom Green, 100. I expected them to go a bit bigger uh, bigger against the Hawks. Canelio scored um, the more points than both of them, so he's a consideration, potentially rounding out that GWS midfield, and then hopefully if one of them has a down week, like what happened here with Kelly, the other guys will be able to um, sort of offset that. So that's, that's a, a consideration with my forward line trades. Matthew Johnson, as I mentioned, 55. Started the game relatively well, then went really quiet and had a really big last quarter. Actually kicked what was essentially the match-winning goal after taking a mark inside 50. And what I liked from his game is his very first involvement in the game was he got caught holding the ball, trying to step through traffic, but he responded quite well from that. I really love his release of handball from the stoppage. means he doesn't score as well because you only get the two points for the handball. Um, And he is still working on his spread, but he's just a good player. Uh, Setterfield continues to doing, do what he's been doing, had a bit of a job on Oliver, and you saw that with low disposals, but his tackle numbers. Once again, fantastic score build, perfect fantasy player marks and tackles, even if he's not getting high disposals. Warple, 114. Interesting, given that Day was out of the team and McKenzie was named as a sub. So Warple in that midfield, it was a lot tighter rotation and he took full advantage of that with John Newcomb, who also scored 118 for this game. So I wouldn't be expecting hundreds from now, but it just shows that you hold guys based on role. Like Warple was playing as an inside mid. He was still relatively cheap. He was scoring above his price. Just hold him because he's got a good role in the team. And especially with these outs, he's the one that's going to be getting those opportunities. Callahan he's one that I'll have to trade out relatively soon. It's a decision about whether it's going to be this week or potentially next week. Um, Ashcroft continuing to do what he's been doing. And I don't think he'll slow down as much as the other rookies. Philippou, he's really starting to build into his work after a few slow starts, but slow from a scoring perspective, but he was impacting games. He was getting high disposals, high handballs, low kicks, not many marks, not many tackles. Um, but this is, yeah, this is the highest score of, of the year so far. And he's he's a high-class player, and he looks like he's got that real hunger. Mackenzie, 20 as a sub, not really worried about that. Hopefully he plays a full game next week because I want to be able to field him. And Hollands, he's really starting to tire, I think, in his cash generation. is stagnating. So he's one guy I'm looking at trading out. Now... Here it is. This is why I am an idiot. Vice captain on Tim English. Pretty good decision. He scores 123. I am happy to take that. Instead of going with Marshall or Dacos in the final game of the round for my captain. In order to loophole that, I put Max Heath on the field, put the captaincy on him, knowing he's not playing, and Ron Marshall sitting on my bench. Except I didn't put the emergency on him. So... My score of 2024 could have been a whole lot better because I've got 134 points just sitting there waiting to be added to the score if I'd clicked the little emergency button on Ron Marshall. That really hurts. Don't know if anyone's done that before, but that sucks when I realized I was on the app and yeah, I don't know. My reaction was like, I'm never going to change my team on the app ever again. I'm only going to do it on the computer, you know, just classic overreacting stuff. I was on the app and I looked at the at my team. Oh, it's, yeah, it's making me feel bad just remembering it. But I saw like the list of the players <laughs> and I saw my rucks and I'm like, oh yeah, English, his tile was blue because he's vice captain. Heath, his tile was yellow because I've got the captain on him. And then Marshall and it wasn't pink for emergency, but I didn't realize until I looked lower and Peddler, he was pink 
for being emergency. And I'm like, oh, that's weird. Maybe it's just not com- coming up. And then double checked. And oh, Jesus. I'm trying to forget about it. I don't know why I'm talking about it now, but I'm a moron, really. Like, I've worked it out. If I just put the emergency on him, like, it's not even, oh, if I traded this guy in instead of this guy. If I just clicked emergency on him, my rank would be 5,800. So, look, it, it's a pretty significant mistake and just a careless mistake, which, you know, it's been it's been a bad week, basically. Just before, before I recorded this, made some awesome bacon and eggs, baked beans on toast. Was walking over to start making this video, dropped my whole plate. We hadn't had a bite, smelled so good, melted some cheese on top, dropped my whole plate all over the floor. Luckily, just vacuumed today, so I just scooped it all up. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Is that bad? I just scooped it up off the ground because we vacuumed today. So the floor was clean and then I ate it and it was still delicious. Dog helped clean it up off the floor. So, you know, that's life, isn't it? Anyway, my forward line, Tim Taranto keeps doing what he's doing. Rosie bounced back. Good to see. I think I'm just going to hold him. He's got, once again, got a really good role. Butters, interestingly, lots of center bounces and a good score this week. So he's a guy I'm potentially going to be looking at. Zebel and Sheasel sort of doing what they're doing. Massive defeat at the hands of the Lions, so not too worried about that. Um, and Horn Francis, he's another guy. So him, Callahan, McGrath, they're all guys that are starting to stagnate a little bit or not have not made much cash, and they're at that price where I can actually get them up to a proper premium around that 850k. So, they're in the firing line, and then Dunkley, 102. Once again, a little bit disappointing, but he's going to be a top six forward, so just hold on, just chill. And then, um, the rest of my bench options. Still, these two are still generating cash, Green and Peddler. That 75 from Green is actually really helpful, because he was starting to stagnate, and it means that I can hold on to them for a little bit longer, um, while I, yeah, cash out a few of these guys. So, at the moment, I think that's going to be Hollands, but... I'll make a separate video about trades. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next time.